welcome back to the 13914 podcast sponsored by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. I am so glad you have joined my conversation today and I can't wait for you to hear what God has put on my heart to share with you. So let's get started. Hello family. It is March 10th. It's a Wednesday. I know it's two days later than when I normally post, but life has just gotten crazy and I think I've overloaded myself with too many things to do. So I wasn't able to even record this until uh, yesterday, the 9th uh, for this week. So I apologize, but you know, life does happen. But we are in the middle of a series about the women of the Bible in honor of uh, National Women's History uh, Month. Actually, I think it's International Women's History Month now, as I've been looking at a lot of the posts and, and hashtags and different things. And it's been so cool to see all these women recognized from historical women to today's women. It's it's just been a blessing, and it's only been like a week and a half. So I'm really excited to continue with this. Now, this week is going to be a little bit of a lesson for us, because we're not going to talk about a strong woman of God in today's episode. We're actually going to talk about the tragedies of uh, the female race in the Bible. So first, let's hear from Limitless Broadcasting. Hey, it's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today. Yes, that is our amazing sponsor, Limitless Broadcasting. We have a bunch of different shows. I am on this one, of course. They sponsor us. And then I am a part of another one they produce called the Pixie Dust Twins. They also have uh, the Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain. I think I might have messed up the words in there, but it's about chronic pain and it's their story. Our owners, uh, Sammy and Robbie, they're amazing. Sammy's one of my best friends. Robbie's awesome. And then I feel like they have another one, but I don't remember what it's called, but they're great. Go check them out. Um, But like I was saying, we are going to be talking about some of the tragic stories of some of the women in the Bible. Now, there are more than just what we're going to talk about. I am just going to highlight three today because just like uh, the males in the Bible, like male stories in the Bible, there are ones that are great because they are powerhouse Christian men, God-fearing men. And then there's also um, men in the Bible who have just done screwed up. And just like that, us women, we have the same thing. We have amazing women. We talked about Deborah last week, who was a powerhouse as a judge And this week, we're going to go the opposite. We're going to talk about three different women, three different women who, well, let's just say they didn't really do the best at following God's word on things. And the three women we're going to talk about is uh, Tamar, which there's a couple different Tamars in the Bible. This one is in Genesis. We're going to talk about Delilah. And you probably know that story just by hearing Delilah. And then the infamous Queen Jezebel. And if you don't know that story, it's a long one. I didn't realize how long her story was or how long she was involved in uh, the story in 1st and into 2nd Kings. So 
let's get started. We're going to go in order of book that they appear in. So first one we're going to talk about is Tamar. Now, I do want to give you a brief um, just PSA. You're going to probably hear random little like noises that sound like a cage is getting hit or something's being dropped. It's because my puppy is in her crate uh, taking a nap. Well, I wish she was taking a nap while I'm doing this. And she has toys in there, and I think she's playing with a couple of them. So if you hear that, that's what it is. It's my puppy playing with her toys in her crate. Um, So end of PSA. And let's get back to Tamar. Now, Tamar is uh, in Genesis 38. We're not talking about the daughter of David, because David, King David has a daughter named Tamar, and that is a tragic story as well. But we're not going to talk about that one. We're going to talk about Tamar. Uh, in Genesis, and she is actually one of the uh, women who was in the line of uh, Jesus. Like, if you look in Jesus's historical line, his genealogical line, she is the mother of one of them, of the line. So let's talk about her story a little bit. I'm going to give an overview. I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to do an overview because if I read it, it'd take forever. Uh, Tamar is... Mary gets married to one of the sons of Judah. Now, if we remember, Judah is a son of, oh my goodness, Jesse? Yes. Uh, He's a brother of Joseph. He's in that, he's one of the tribes. He's one of the, he's the main guy named after one of the tribes of Israel, tribe of Judah. Uh, Judah has sons. He marries his first son off to Tamar. They don't have any kids, Tamar and the son, and the kid dies because God's angry at him. He did something stupid. So in tradition, then the second son is supposed to then marry uh, the first son's wife. So that way that son's lineage can keep going. It's a weird tradition. So glad we don't do it anymore. But that's that's the thing. So she marries him. He does something stupid. And gets killed because God's like, uh, you done dumb. And didn't follow something God needed him to do. He's cut off. She's widowed for a second time. And Judah has a third son, but he's not of age yet. Which is just, again, weird to think. Like, this kid is going to be, like, probably 10 years younger than her. And she's supposed to marry him. Because uh, she still has not had kids. And this kid comes of age, but Judah keeps pushing it off. He just kind of puts her to the side and is like, oh, we'll get to it when we get to it. Pretty much just forgets her. And she's like, um, excuse me. Yeah, no, we're not playing that game. And she's like, I am going to get my lineage that I have been promised. So she and and just if you have littles listening, just kind of get them distracted uh, because I might use a couple words you don't want them to hear. Uh, She dresses up and hides herself as a prostitute at the gates. And Judah, being man that he is, takes her up on his on her services. And then uh, he gives her something for payment. It's like a ring or or a seal or something. And he goes back later to like trade ba- trade his seal for whatever payment he was going to give her. And she's gone and they don't know what it is because he has no clue who this woman is. That's how I think clueless the men were back then. Like they didn't even pay attention to who they were sleeping with. Yeah. 
And so he, they try to find her. And then a little bit later, she becomes pregnant with Judah's kid. And someone lets Judah know he's, they're like, hey, remember your daughter-in-law? Yeah, she's pregnant. Is she supposed to be pregnant? And he gets really angry. He's like, wait, excuse me. What do you mean she's pregnant? So he goes to like pretty much kill her because she is not following all of the things. And he gets there and she presents the seal and she's like, hey, this is your seal. This is your child. And then they have the kid, yada, yada, yada. Um, But the reason I put this story in a tragedy is because of how this woman is treated. Tamar was just trying to follow the the laws of Moses and Judah wasn't. So she took it into her own hands. And because she took things into her own hands, a good thing. I mean, it's a it's kind of cool because she is in the line of Jesus, like from her line, Jesus is born But the tragedy is how she's treated and how um, she has to take matters into her own hands. And really, it wasn't even lawful in how she took uh, matters into her own hands. And it probably caused a lot of issues that we do not see in the background because we only see this portion of it. And that's what I think we think about when we think of women in the Bible is just them being treated horribly. And Technically, we were considered property and there weren't a lot of scriptures talking about or teachings talking about how women should be treated yet. Um, There were some, but I mean, a man could have multiple wives and concubines and all the things and we could only be true to one man. So right there, there's a lot of inequality issues. Um, And I mean, there's also a lot of issues with, you know, men taking multiple wives like. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if that would be like an easier life where you get a break every once in a while. But I'm not married, so I don't know. So that's all up to you married women who are listening to this. But that's the story of Tamar. Now, the next one I want to talk about, and this one's a little bit of a shorter story, um, is Delilah. Now, Delilah is a totally different story. Tamar had to do with being widowed and, and, and all the things. Delilah's on a different scale because Delilah is in the time of judges. This is before King Saul was, uh, oh, anointed and, and all the things. Judges were, I mean, like we were talking about with, with Deborah last week, judges were ones to judge or lead Israel in time of need. And one of the judges' name was Samson. And he wasn't, I mean, some a lot of these judges weren't that great. But he wasn't so great either. I was reading some of his story. I'm like, oh, you, you're, oh, okay. Um, you know, all, he just, he's interesting. But Samson has this amazing strength. And the Philistines, who Samson has destroyed over and over again, wants to know how to kill this man. So Samson falls in love with a Philistine woman named Delilah. And we don't know what her feelings are towards Samson. She might have loved him. She might have not. 
we don't know. I mean, like we said, women were kind of property. You kind of had to go along with the best option for you uh, so you could live well and 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 have a life. Um, so she might not have had feelings for Samson at all. And Samson just loved her because of her beauty. We have no idea. So uh, the Philistine leaders come to her and say, hey, hey, you're on good graces with Samson. Figure out how to kill him. So Delilah has this choice. Do I keep him safe? He is leading the Israel people. He's keeping them safe. Or do I give him, give up his, his strength? Do I figure this out? And she wants the money because over and over again, she asks him three times and all three times he lies to her. And each time she says, you're making a fool of me. I thought you loved me. I thought you loved me. And that's the tragedy of her, in my opinion, because she is using her feminine wiles to pretty much give Samson's head on a platter. Like you are aiding and abetting in murder. You are aiding and abetting against someone who... um, is protecting the people of God, even though he he's not not the greatest. Uh, but he was chosen as a judge. And she is. She does this and she finds it. She finally tells her and she takes it off and she gets all her money. Now, we don't know what happened to her after that, but for for her to think money is all that's important in life, that's also a part of this tragedy, is that she looks at it and she thinks money is the most important thing. That is the only way she's going to live. So I need to do this to get money. And that's so sad to me to think when she almost had an extension where she could have learned about God in some way, shape or form. Or maybe she knew about him, but she rejected it because of her Philistine religious background, whatever it was. So that it's very short and sweet, but that is the Delilah story. That is her kind of tragedy in all of this as a female of the of the Bible. Now, this last one's going to take a little bit longer to explain. That's why I kind of went through Tamar and Delilah pretty quickly. But the third one is Jezebel, Queen Jezebel. Now, Jezebel. Oh, Jezebel. Jezebel knows she is. Not good. Um, she blatantly is is very blatantly against God. And I'll explain why. So Jezebel marries a King Ahab. And King Ahab is one of the kings after whoever. I cannot say all their names. Uh, and Ahab, thankfully, his name is very easy. Ahab uh, was an Israelite king. Instead of marrying someone of his people, he brings in Jezebel, who convinces him to start worshiping the Philistine gods. Right there. Huge tragedy. Like, you just brought in a queen who is now trying to change the country away from the one true God. Girl, you got problems. You got huge problems. Already. So, during this time of Ahab and Jezebel, Elijah... Elijah, E-L-I-J-A-H, is the prophet. And he's like, wait a second. Hold on. This is not. No, 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 no. This is not going to end well. 
me and God have been talking. This is not good. Like, you need to stop. Well, Jezebel didn't like him. And she's like, I'm going to try to kill you. And Elijah has to run for his life to get away from her because she is killing Israel, like, um, Israel prophets. That's not right. Um, she's killing prophets of God, the one true God, and, and just totally trying to change everything in the Israel world. And it's just it's bad. So Elijah, at some point in the story, prophesies her death. She's like, you know what? Uh, God doesn't like you. You are going against him. And he says you're going to die by dogs. So there's this prophet. And, you know, I'm giving my version. Uh, it's it's the Ashley translation, but it's it's the shortened version. Uh, but she's going to be killed by dogs at some point. And as her story goes, she's just she's wicked in the eyes of God. She is wicked and even her husband is just done and he finally gets killed at the end of first Kings. So her story is starts in first Kings chapter 16, verse 29. But her story continues into the second book, because when her husband gets killed, her son, and I'm not going to try to say his name starts with a J. You can look it up. Um, he takes over and he's just as bad. And she lives like another 10-ish years after her husband's killed. And finally, um, I think it's Jehu, J-E-H-U. He comes along and just conquers in, conquers this, this family, Ahab's family, and uh, destroys them. And he kills Jezebel finally. Jezebel takes a little bit to kill to get killed. She gets thrown off a balcony. She gets trampled by horses. And then when they go down to get her body so they can bury her, um, we're pretty they're pretty sure dogs took away her, like tore her up and left her bones for her. Like gruesome death. Like this woman like just got destroyed. She didn't even have a body left to bury like Everything was gone. And her biggest tragedy is because she went against God. She promoted fake idols and, and fake gods. And the thing with her that we need to learn is, number one, uh, God is loving, but he is also a powerful God. And a, a, a God of justice. And uh, yeah, it's it's a it's one of those tough stories that you you have to stop and wonder what was real, like what was just going on with her in her mind. But also you have to remember that our God is a loving God, because I think these are one of the stories that we look at. And we're like, well, why did God not try to save her? We don't know. We don't know how many times Elijah might have had tried to talk to her. Elijah tried to to um, show her who God really was. We have no idea any of the things that are going on in here. And this woman was killing the people of God. So as as stories go. When you are against the people of God, what does God do? God delivers them. And he delivered them from her husband, Ahab, and 
Queen Jezebel because they just were not good people. And there are a lot of tragedies like this in the Bible of of people, men and women who don't know who God is or who know who he is, but they just blatantly go against him. And we learn these lessons from that. And that's the thing that we need to to understand is we need to be able to look at these and not question why God did it the way he did it. But question what like the question we need to ask ourselves is what can we learn from the tragedies? I know some of you, if if you're listening to this and you aren't a Christian and you're probably thinking, why would I want to be around a God who has these different tragedies for these characters? I want to say this. It is all because of sin. I think that's what we forget is when tragedies like this happen, it's because of sinful nature. God didn't want this stuff to happen to these women. God would have so much better loved them to be a part of his family and, and to, to love others and to do good. But because of sin, because of what happened in the Garden of Eden, it creates evil. And things happen. And we know that not everyone will choose God, even though we all have that choice. We can see it in our world today. We can see the blatant evil today. It's not because God wanted us to be evil. No, it was because of what happened in the garden and the, the sin that came about. And sin creates the evil. And it's a tragedy. But it's something that we can learn from. Something that we can know in our minds. It's that history that that's saying that um, the history repeats history. If you don't know history, you will repeat history. It's one of those. It's good to know the tragedies in our story of the people that did mess up. So that way we can move forward knowing what needs to change. That's what we did with the feminist movement. That's what we did with, and I mean by feminist movement, as in women's rights. That's what we did. We saw the bad, and we moved forward. And we're able to bring equality to us. That's what we're doing with a lot of the movements that are going on. As long as we do it right, and not in malice, and not in sin. I hope this was an encouragement, and I hope I didn't scare you too much this week. But next week, we'll be back with another powerhouse God-fearing woman. I'll see you guys later. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the 13914 Podcast with me, Ashley Danny, brought to you by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. I am so thankful that you came by to hang out with me today. And don't forget, you all are fearfully and wonderfully made. Till next time, everyone. Bye.